0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Datat Discussion. Powered by Overtime Media. What is up, who Dat Nation? Welcome into another happy recap episode edition here at the who Dat Discussion. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata. You could follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata, and then also you could follow the podcast on Twitter at the Dis. And the Saints get their seventh straight win here on Sunday as they defeated the Atlanta Falcons twenty-four to nine, and really just a drubbing. The Saints dominate this game; they play to me very, very well. Taysom Hill gets his first career win as the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. I thought that he played pretty solid, too. I think it was pretty interesting what the Saints did with him. We're all going to get into that, and it's definitely going to be very interesting, as I always say, because the Saints did a lot of similar things that they do with Drew Brees, and they did it with um, uh, Taysom Hill now, and they just added a few you know, rollouts, they added a few mobility plays, and then the way T- Taysom Hill runs, it's really electric. And I thought, besides that fumble... He played pretty good. In the beginning, it was tough for him to get that rhythm. But really, once he got that rhythm, I thought the offense was pretty solid in this one. But we're going to get into all of that. And then the defense was outstanding. I mean, let's just get into that for a little bit before we get into these notes. Total domination of an Atlanta Falcons team that's actually pretty good on offense. Very good on offense, I'd say. They're actually top five in total yards coming into this game. So again, for the Saints only to give up nine points and really do a... Great job against Matt Ryan, against Calvin Ridley, against Julio Jones, Todd Gurley. Outstanding job from this defense. And again, when you get eight sacks, eight sacks, and then in the last time they played the Falcons, they got nine sacks. It's really just outstanding. And again, this is a great team win. And you're going to build off of this another division win, another conference win, which is really huge. And I know we're not going to start really looking at, you know, scoreboard hunting and really, you know, all these other teams, but the Packers did lose on Sunday as well. Now the Saints are all alone in the number one seed. Another interesting thing. Now, again, we're just going to jump into this game, but look, the Saints right now, I I, I see this team hitting its stride, which is really big. And on defense and on offense, obviously with Taysom Hill at quarterback, you're not going to hit your stride, probably your full potential, but... Again, I feel like the offense is doing enough right now for the defense, which it was really the opposite at the beginning of the season. And this defense has really came into its own. And that's something that to me is very, very encouraging for the Saints team because, again, you have your secondary playing really well. You have your front seven playing outstanding. Really great stuff from this Saints defense. But we're just going to jump right into the notes here of Taysom Hill's first career win as a starter. We're going to start as we always do with our team stats here, and then we'll go into our intriguing matchups, then we'll go into our group-by-group recap where we grade every Saints position group here. So starting off as we always do here with these team stats, and the Saints dominated basically every single one. They won the yards battle 378 to 248, time of possession battle 33 minutes and 41 seconds for the Saints to only 26 minutes and 19 seconds for the Falcons. The turnover battle, Saints won that too. The Saints forced two turnovers. Falcons only forced one. First downs, Saints had 24. Falcons had 14. Sacks, Saints had eight. Falcons had three. Rush yards, Saints had 168 and 4.7 yards per carry. The Falcons had only had 52 yards. And again, that's another thing that's outstanding. This Saints defense, rush defense is just great. 3.7 yards a carry. For them allowed, which is still very solid, under 4, which is good. On third down, the Falcons were 2 of 14, which, again, is just outstanding. And the Saints were 4 of 11. So that's something that I feel like, again, that's pretty, pretty solid when looking at these team stats. And also penalties. The Saints had less penalties again. They only had 5 penalties for 35 yards. Falcons had 7 penalties for 53 yards. So that's total domination. And a lot of it has to do with this great Saints defense right now. They're playing really good ball, really sound ball from the front seven to the secondary. It's been outstanding, and you got to give, really, Dennis Allen and all these players a ton of credit because they're really hitting their stride at the right time. So that's really our notes. I mean, it's a total domination. Every team stat we look at from, like, you know, the broad spectrum is that the Saints dominated this game. They ran more plays. I mean, really great stuff. More yards per play, more passing yards. It's just great stuff, and uh, obviously less interceptions too. I mean, it's really great. I mean, great win for the Saints, great win for these team stats. I mean, that's domination against a division opponent, a division rival. To have this type of performance is just really, really big here for the Saints. Moving it over to our intriguing matchups, we're going to get into our first run right away. It's all about Taysom Hill, and we're going to just basically go over his play. He was 18 of 23, 233 yards. He also ran the ball 10 times for 51 yards, had two touchdowns and one fumbles loss. And I thought Taysom played solid. I mean, it wasn't this outstanding game like where he carried the team on his back, but he didn't have to. This really defense was outstanding and he just didn't have to lose the game for the Saints and he didn't do that. He didn't force anything. One throw he forced, that's really it. And it felt incomplete, thankfully. But again, I thought he played really good in this game. He was getting it to the Saints playmakers, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, which I thought was very big, and he was able to dish it out, I think, pretty nicely to those guys, and he was really just able to make a lot of good decisions in this game, and that's obviously really big. I mean, he was able to run the ball well, besides that lost fumble, which is going to be something that Sean Payton has to fix with Taysom, but overall, I thought Taysom played really solid in this game. Now, it wasn't like this A game where he played outstanding, he misplays, the progression still isn't perfect. That deep ball that was completed, I thought that, look, it was in the air forever. It was a duck. I mean, it just got caught up there. It was like a helicopter almost. It just like hovers up there almost. But it ends up being a completion, which you'll take. And I was listening to Deuce Wyndham and he had some really great analysis on it on the Hudak Confessional podcast, where he was just saying how if he just throws it earlier in the route, that ball won't hang up as much. And um, that's something that maybe Taysom should think about to do, because I feel like that's something that may be a little concerning down, down the road. Because if he's not throwing good passes, then picks happen, and that's you know obviously not good. But to complete that pass, I think think is really big. I mean, forty three yards, I believe air yards it was, or something like that. That's outstanding, and we haven't seen that really all year, and really a few years for the Saints with Drew Brees. So to have that dimension is really good. I thought that second throw that got called back from the penalty, which was going to be another touchdown, to um, Emmanuel Sanders. Well, I guess the first one wasn't a touchdown, but it set up a touchdown, and. Um, that second one that was called back and was a touchdown from Emmanuel Sanders, I thought that was a better throw. It was definitely more of a, you know, line drive. And I feel like that throw wasn't perfect, but I thought that was a pretty good deep throw. And Emmanuel Sanders made a really nice play on the ball, but then got called back because of a holding penalty from Eric McCoy, which again, I I feel like this Saints team with Taysom Hill, it definitely had a little trouble getting going at the beginning, but it was like, once it got going, it was very good. And I think that also had a lot to do with Taysom Hill using his legs, which I feel like the Saints are going to have to do more. I think that he's so electric in the running game. You got to use him that way. And I know in the beginning of the game and really throughout the whole game, the Saints were using him in a lot of situations where Drew Brees would also be used. You know, under center, you know, a lot of easy throws that they were trying to have him make. And, you know, he was able to do some really good things, spread it out. And that's great. But we all know where Taysom's his best and that's where he can pass it. And that's really his first option. But if not, he's going to take off and run. And also, I love those power sweeps with Taysom Hill. And the Saints are really good at blocking that. So I think they should definitely keep that and use that more. And I think that's something that's really big. And I feel like the mobility was another good thing from Hill. It just really that first half, it just took some time. They need to get a rhythm because, look, this is his first game under center for the Saints in his career starting. So like that rhythm in the beginning, not being there was to be expected. But then you saw in that second half, it really started to pick up. Really, at the end of the first half, it started to pick up. And I feel like the big plays were there. Taysom was able to do some really good things. And I think overall, that's really what you want to see from him and the Saints offense. The one thing I do want to see more, and we'll get into it later, is get the ball to Alan Kamara a little more. But even Michael Thomas, he had a great game here. Nine catches, 104 yards. I feel like Emmanuel Sanders had a good game too. And that's really what Taysom Hill has to do. Get the balls in playmakers' hands. And that's something that, to me, is really big. And I think he's going to continue to do that. And right now, I'm very intrigued to see Taysom Hill again, because now you want to see him follow up this performance. But good job from Hill. Good job from the Saints. Good job from Sean Payton game planning. I thought it was an interesting game plan, because it was a lot of similar concepts that the Saints were doing beforehand. And now they just did him with Hill. But Hill, then, you know, he would hit the deep pass. And, like, that's the thing. Hill throws that 40-yard bomb. Breeze doesn't throw that. He throws the underneath route to Michael Thomas for about 15 yards, because that was also open. But Hill taking that shot, making that impact play... That's something that is definitely to watch for because, again, you want to see that. And I feel like a lot of the good Saints plays came off of play action. So that's predicated on really establishing the run. That's why I want to see Alvin Kamara a little bit more. I thought Murray ran the ball well, too. So, I mean, that ended up working out good. He had over four yards of carry. He had 49 yards on twelve carries. So good job from Murray. Saints got three touchdowns in the run. That's always great. So overall, Taysom Hill, I thought he played a pretty solid game, especially for his first career start. It was a really solid game. No interceptions. He had the fumble, but really pretty sound play from him. And if he can do this for a few weeks, especially with the, you know, talents of play on the other side, because the Saints aren't playing these amazing teams, these playoff teams. They played the Falcons today. They play the Broncos next week. I know they won versus the Dolphins on Sunday, but they're definitely not world beaters here. They're under 500. Then you play this Falcons team again, which is just not good. And then if Breeze isn't back by then, maybe it's that next week because the Saints then play the Eagles, another under 500 team even though they're winning their division, but they're still under 500. Let's not get into the NFC East talk right now, but they're still under 500 here. And then you see the Chiefs, and you're hoping Breeze is back for that game. And that's four winnable games for Taysom Hill, and I feel like that's something that is big, and if he can put these performances up with the defense playing well, they're going to be just fine. And I think Taysom Hill's just going to get better under center. And he looks like a player that could be the future. Now, I don't think he's going to win that job right now. I mean, unless he just goes outstanding for these next three games or however many he plays, excuse me. But I feel like he's a guy that's going to come up in here, do a good job while Breeze is out. It looks like he is, and he's not going to lose the Saints the game, which I think a lot of people were worried about with Jameis Winston. I don't think Taysom does that. So I I think that's good. And look, he's going to use his legs. Now he's just no big fumbles. But if he has no big fumbles, I mean, I feel like he can definitely be a game manager Probably better than a game manager, what the Saints are putting up right now. And it looks like a lot of people owe Sean Payton an apology. That's all I'm going to say right now. I mean, we'll see these next few games when he plays. But again, I feel like he played pretty well considering all the circumstances. And again, that's really great. It's a good game to really now step off of. Can he improve? And that's going to be really the next test for Taysom Hill. But right now, the Taysom Hill experiment for Sean Payton is paying off. And that's something that, you know, if you're a Saints fan, you got to smile because. You got to look when Breeze retires, and you see Taysom Hill there, and a lot of people are like, that's a question. I was thinking it was a question, and Taysom Hill showed up a lot of people. You know, just looking at all the pregame stuff before this game from a ton of different outlets, it was Taysom Hill can't do this, like a ton of just like trashing the guy, and he went out and silenced everybody. And look, he didn't have the best game. He only threw for 230 yards or a little above 230. He did have the two rushing touchdowns, but it wasn't like this outstanding game, but he did enough for the Saints to win, especially with that defense playing really well, which we're going to get into next. But overall, great job from Taysom Hill. Flipping it over to the second intriguing matchup here, and that's going to be Saints secondary versus the Falcons wide receivers. Now, originally, this was Marshawn Lattimore versus Julio Jones. Lattimore doesn't play. Julio only plays about half the snaps because he was in and out with that hamstring injury. So I said, let's just broaden it up. Let's talk about this Saints secondary, the Saints cornerbacks versus the Falcons wide receivers. And I thought that really the Saints did an outstanding job. This secondary had one of its best games of the season and they were really locked down without Marshawn Lattimore, which definitely you have to say something. Patrick Robinson this year has been outstanding. I think a lot of people definitely were kind of ragging on him and didn't think that he can play on this team. A lot of people thought he was going to get cut and he responded to all that and has been really good when he needed to be this season. So you got to give him a ton of credit. I mean, I always kind of, like Patrick Robinson since that start of the training camp because he looked really good. And, you know, you got to trust what these coaches are seeing. And they're like, oh, Patrick Robinson's looking really good. And then in the games, he's looked really good. So that's something that, to me, is really big. And he's been a really good third boundary corner for the Saints. And I think that's something that is very, very important, especially if you see an injury, like one injury, one injury there. Look, he's probably not going to be this great player for the long term. But for that short term, if you need a week here for Lattimore, a week there for Janoris... He could step in and do a good job. And to me, that's really, really big. And while we're talking about Janoris, I think he had his best game of the season today. Five pass defenses for him. Five pass defenses. He was just outstanding. I mean, he did give up one deep play, but he did stumble on that play. So I'm not really going to, you know, give a ton of weight to that. It was kind of a fluky play. So I feel like overall, Janoris was just locked down. And I think that's really big. And that's something to definitely look at. I mean, overall, Chauncey Garner-Johnson had a really good game in coverage, too. Just keep going down. Marcus Williams had a good game. Malcolm Jenkins had a pretty good game. He had one holding call, but besides that, pretty good for him as well. This secondary was outstanding, and you got to give him a ton of credit there. And just looking at this pretty solid Falcons receiving core, you have Calvin Ridley at five catches, 90 yards, but a lot of that, a lot of that was in garbage time. I think three catches of it and probably a good amount of yards were in garbage time. Then you have Russell Gage. He's your second leading receiver with 58 yards on seven catches. He was the safety valve the whole game, and that's what the Saints were doing. They were really either sacking Matt Ryan or really getting him to check it down, which is something that's really big. Then you have Julio Jones, two catches, 39 yards. He got the clamps put on him by Patrick Robinson when he was in this game, so that's a really good job from the Saints. Christian Blake had two catches, 28 yards, and really from there it's not much the Saints did an outstanding job from the secondary, so hats off to them, and a lot of that also has to do with the eight sacks and all that pressure put on Matt Ryan. Really, this whole Saints defense, really complimentary football, good job from them, and again, this defense is hitting its stride, so that's really big as well, and again, if this Saints team is hitting its stride at the right point, and then you get your raise back as well, it's really sky's the limit for this team, and right now, you're the number one seed, and Look, we're 10 games through now, so you can probably start peeking at that playoffs and that playoff push, and again, you can kind of see where this team's going to end up, because look, seven teams make the playoffs this year, that means one team has a bye. And that one team that gets the bye, especially in the NFC, will have a huge advantage over everyone else, and that team will probably win the NFC. And if the Saints are one of that team, that team to be lucky enough to get that bye, that's very, very valuable. And again especially with not a lot of home field advantage, that just kind of doubles down on it. And that, that's something that, to me, is going to be very, very important. If this team can somehow really get that number one seed, that sets up the Saints really nicely. And that's, to me, really big there. But overall, good stuff here from this defense. And then moving over to the third intriguing matchup, it was Alvin Kamara versus their front seven, especially their linebackers, because their linebackers were probably the best part of that defense in Atlanta and Kamara he wasn't bad he wasn't good either I mean he did have the touchdown but 13 carries 45 yards and no catches the first time in his whole career that he didn't have a catch in a game which is pretty crazy if you ask me and I think a lot of this maybe had to do with AK being banged up a little bit I mean he didn't look banged up when he was in but maybe that load management is starting to set in which again I wasn't expecting I mean, overall, the Saints' running game was good against this front seven. I mean, they had 168 yards, 4.7 yards a carry, three touchdowns. That's a good, really good game, in my opinion. So, like, that's not, you know, something to say that they didn't control the game through the run. They did. But when specifically looking at Alvin Kamara, it's definitely a little questionable. I feel like he should be getting the ball more in this, in these situations, and these types of games. And maybe it's because he's banged up. And I think that's something to definitely kind of talk about. Because if he's banged up, definitely want to get him healthy and... I understand, and the load management, and uh, it's just something to look forward, especially with Taysom Hill, I mean, if it got into crunch time, will the Saints lean on Alvin Kamara, or is it because he's injured, or is maybe something else, I mean, I don't really know, but they were leaning on him so heavily at the beginning of the season, now they're kind of tailoring off of that, and it was working, so I don't understand that, I don't know, it's it's interesting, maybe they're just trying to get him healthy for that stretch run, which I totally understand, and I I hope they do if he's really banged up, so it it is going to be interesting to see what happens, but, uh, I feel like maybe a little more plays in the flat to get him the ball, maybe a little more um, runs as well, because he only had 13 runs, which is not a ton. And uh, I feel like in in a type of game like this, where you definitely had to shave some clock, you would like to see maybe a little more from him. I mean, it's kind of nitpicking at this point, but I feel like overall, especially in closer games, I would like to see Alvin Kamara get the ball more, because he's the type of guy that can break off a 70-yard run. I mean, he's that good. And we're talking about him in the Offensive Player of the Year conversation for a reason. And I feel like, look, he gets the touchdown, which is great. And he's definitely good in the red zone. But I feel like the Saints could do more of that. And even in the red zone, the Saints, especially in the beginning of the game, they were doing all these kind of trick plays. There weren't trick plays, but a lot of like cute plays with Taysom Hill in the red zone. Just run it with Alvin Kamara. He's so good down there. Use the guys, use your best players in the red zone. And that takes a lot off Taysom Hill for sure. And they did that on one run. And then they gave it to Taysom Hill on runs again. I feel like that's something that's going to be useful without Drew Brees. It's going to be those runs. And that's something that is going to be very, very important. But look, overall, the Saints running game was really good against some really good linebackers. The passing game was solid. Michael Thomas was solid. I mean, overall, solid game on offense, amazing game on defense. And that's going to win you a lot of games. So really great job from this Saints team. So before we get into our group-by-group recap, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Discussion Podcast. late fall college ball the nba bubble and ufc fight island it's clear 2020 has been a year unlike any other which is why you need a sports book with offers unlike any other get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boosts lightning deals and free bets await all season long and with turkey day right around the corner there is really no better time to feast on some NFL action. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also have a fully-fledged casino platform giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code OVERTIME to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you are already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Welcome back into the Huda discussion. And now we're going to get into our group-by-group group recap where we go through all of the Saints groups and we just grade them one-by-one one here, starting off with the quarterbacks and Taysom Hill. And I'm going to give him BB B-plus. You could also probably argue a B-minus, but I'm going to give him a B-solid. I thought that, look, he played a solid game. Didn't do anything to hurt the Saints team, really, besides that fumble, and that ended up not mattering, so really didn't do anything to hurt them. I mean, he made some really great plays and positive plays, but it wasn't the reason they won. That was obviously the defense. But uh, he was able to do some great things, manage this offense well. I think that he was a game manager, probably maybe even a little better than a game manager. Made some really nice throws. Had a few not nice throws. The progression sometimes wasn't there. He had one throw into like triple coverage, which wasn't good. But overall, I think he did a solid job. I mean, he also like spiked a throw to Emmanuel Sanders. But look, he was able to do some things with his legs. Make some really nice throws through the deep ball a few times, which is definitely... nice to see if you're a Saints fan here because we haven't seen it in a very long time with Drew Brees. And I think that's good. And he played a solid game overall. And I feel like this is a really good building block for him. And he's going to keep on building, hopefully, and gets better and better each week. And it's really looking up for the Saints. And I think that's something that's really big. And it's like you're hitting your stride now with Taysom Hill as your quarterback. Then you add Drew Brees, and it's like we're locked and loaded and ready to go. And that's something that I think is really big. And again, this shows a lot that Hill is definitely going to be in the conversation to be the quarterback of the future, and he definitely should be after this. He showed that he can win games as quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And that's something that, to me, is really impactful. And again, I'm I'm getting into that taste and Believer phase. I mean, I, I was kind of just like, oh, he's, you know, it's kind of like the jury's still out on him because we haven't seen him at quarterback. Now we have, and it was a pretty good game. Now, he has to put this now two, three, four games in a row, but if he can do that, I feel like he's going to come up in here and probably be the starter next year, and I'm not mad about that. Like, I'd be pretty confident with Taysom Hill as my starter if he can do things like this, and I feel like he could, and that's something that's really big now. The defense is going to have to play better in the beginning of the season with Taysom Hill, but if they're hitting their stride like this or something like this close to this, that's something that's really big. So, overall, a B game for Taysom Hill, a nice stepping stone game. Like, he could definitely build off of this game, and a lot of good plays, some negative as well, but Overall, a pretty solid game, pretty solid B for him, and a nice stepping stone, as I said. Moving it over to the skill position players, I'm going to give them an A-. I thought they did outstanding with Hill, especially Michael Thomas, who had nine catches, 104 yards. Hill definitely keyed in on Thomas, but Thomas came through. He was really that security blanket for Hill, and he needed to be, and he was. I mean, besides that one drop, I thought he was really big. He was making catches in traffic. He was doing all the things that Michael Thomas usually does and that's something that's really big. So very, very happy about that with Michael Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders, four catches, 66 yards. Also, he had a big catch called back. But overall, Emmanuel Sanders, to me, is doing everything right now that the Saints asked him to do. And I'm very, very happy with him. And I think he's playing well. So good job from Sanders in this one. And it wasn't an amazing, four catches, 66 yards. But if you had that 40-yard bomb touchdown, it looks like a great game. So overall, really nice job from Sanders there. And then really after that, it kind of tapers off. You have Latavius Murray's your second uh, your third guy in the receiving with 36 yards. But I thought he played a good game also through the run. He was pretty good with 49 yards. I mean, Taysom Hill with 51 rushing yards is obviously great. And then you have Alan Kamara with 45 yards in that touchdown. So like, it wasn't the best game ever, but I feel like they did a good job. They really produced for Taysom Hill. And overall, good game from these skill position players. I thought that they did a good job. Flipping it over to the offensive line, and I thought they did good too. Really solid game from them. I'm going to give them an A-. They did give up three sacks, which is why I'm not going to give them an A. But overall, they were open up holes in the run. They were doing a nice job in pass protection as well. And really overall, solid game from them. I mean, it seems like hopefully they're hitting their stride as well. It seems like the Saints are going to do these kind of switches with Ruiz and Easton. But it seems like Pete went down with a concussion. In this game, well, he did go down with a concussion in this game. So then you had both of them play, and they ended up doing a pretty good job. And we'll see if Pete gets back healthy, definitely hoping the best for him, as he's looked really good this season, and he's definitely taken that next step. So very happy to see that from Pete. And I feel like right now, when looking at the Saints offensive line, we'll see how bad the injury is and the concussion. Hopefully, it's just like a one-week thing, and he comes back next week, and we're definitely hoping and praying for that. But even if he misses a few games, it's probably not the end of the world, because I think the Saints have really good interior depth so that's obviously really great stuff there but a minus they did a really good job protecting hill and overall efficient game from this offense it wasn't like the best game ever scored 24 points but i mean they did have the missed field goal so i guess it would have been 27 points so just an efficient game i feel like in in certain areas i feel like you couldn't get your rhythm in certain spots but i feel like they were able to get the points when they needed to i feel like they were able to complement a really amazing game from the defense and that's really all you can ask them to do in types of games like these and when really how good that defense is playing the game script produces a performance like this so overall nice job from the offense and i thought that they played a solid game overall so that's really good moving it over to the defensive line and they were outstanding a plus for them when you have eight sacks you get an a plus automatic and your 3.7 yards per carry against the run only 52 yards it was outstanding, I mean, Trey Hendrickson right now is tied for the league lead in sacks, I mean, who would have thought that with nine and a half, nine and a half sacks from Hendrickson, really great stuff from him, and whew, that's something that, to me, is, it's interesting, you have, like, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, Trey Hendrickson, they're all tied for the lead right now, which is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a 2020 thing, isn't it, I mean, that's something that would only happen in 2020, but it's setting him up nicely for a big payday, whether it be with the Saints or another team, he's just been outstanding this season, you have Cameron Jordan, he was outstanding in this one, three sacks, I mean, he was all over the place, finally has that breakout game where he's not just assisting the alley-oops, he's dunking the alley-oops, he was outstanding in this one, three sacks, he just loves playing against this Falcons team, 20 total sacks against them, and whew, that's something that's outstanding, I think it actually maybe be 21, I mean, he's, he's a real great player, especially when he plays against the Falcons. And like, if that's just like a waking game, like if that's the game where he comes up and now he's going to be just vintage Cameron Jordan the whole season. I mean, it's possible if this is just the one that gets him going. I thought he was outstanding in this one. And you just go right down the list. David Onyemata had two sacks, another great game from him. He played outstanding as well. And then you have Marcus Davenport almost got a sack but didn't, but he was also effective in this one. Carl Granderson was effective too in this one. We saw him in the rotation, and he had some really nice uh, pass rushes as well, so he was pretty effective too. On that Janoris Jenkins pick, he had an amazing move, and he did a spin move on the right tackle, and he almost got to Matt Ryan before the pick, so really nice job from him too. But look, this defensive line was just straight out outstanding. Also, straight up, Signed off to the 53-man roster, Ryan now as well. He was good, too. Overall, this Saints Saints defensive line was great in this game, and that was kind of to be expected. We talked about that in our preview episode, that they were probably going to be able to win a lot off of this Falcons offensive line, but they came through and played an outstanding game there. Moving it over to the linebackers, another amazing game from DeMario Davis. He had a sack. He had a tackle for loss. He had a pass defense. He had two QB hits. He had seven total tackles just an amazing game, stat-stuffing game for Demario Davis, as he has just been outstanding over these last few games, and I feel like Quan Alexander, another good game from him, he was really solid in coverage, too, so Quan definitely had a good game, too, you had Anzalone get a few snaps in there, he was good, it was just an overall amazing effort from this team, it was just, this defense was just outstanding, and you could pick out every player, because I tweeted out our um, rapid recap, like I do every week, and it was just like everyone was the standout player on defense. Everyone was, you know, in there and doing a really good job and everyone contributed. It was just outstanding and the linebackers were no different. Give them an A plus two in And a secondary, another A plus. They were just outstanding. I mean, overall, I mean, we talked about it earlier, so I'm not going to get too into it, but Janoris had a big day. You had P-Rob who had a really good day. PJ Williams got some snaps. He did well. Marcus Williams had the pick. He played good. C.J. Gardner johnson also played good. C.D. Deuce was all over the place as usual. I mean, it's just really great to see. Mountain Jenkins was good. Everyone was just outstanding in this game. And again, a lot of credit goes to Dennis Allen. A lot of credit goes to these players who were just showing out and they're executing the game plan really well. So very, very happy in this game. It was just another dominating win against the Falcons and you could really call it two in a row but this time they didn't have that scare at the end where like 3 onside kicks were recovered by the Falcons just outstanding job from this Saints defense and they're hitting their stride at the right point and seems like they're improving off of maybe even their highs from years past and that's something that's just outstanding and you look at like guys coming in here the additions of Malcolm Jenkins Quan Alexander they've really come up big and guys improving like David Onyemata has improved Trey Hendrickson has improved that's obviously big and again, it's looking up for the Saints defense, really up for the Saints defense, and it's very, very encouraging in this one, and this win to me, a division win, I know the Falcons aren't a good team, they're 3-7, and seven, but really good good game from this defense, and solid game from the offense, and that's how you win games, so really great stuff all around from the Saints team, so with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast, if you like what we're doing here at the Hootat Discussion, you should definitely follow us on all of our social media platforms. So that means on Twitter, definitely follow us at the Hootat Dis. Also, follow me personally on Twitter at Andrew Galata. On Instagram, you could follow the podcast at Hootat Discussion. And then also, you can listen to the Hootat Discussion wherever you get all your other podcasts. So that means iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We are on all of those sites. So good win for the Saints here. On Sunday, they played really, really good complimentary football. This defense was dominant. The offense was really solid, as we've been saying throughout the episode. And now it's looking over to next week against Denver in the Mile High City. It's going to be definitely a very interesting matchup. We got that preview coming at you probably on Friday, so definitely look out for that. But I think with all that said, I wanted to say thank you guys for listening. Turn it loose. And... Who dat?